Welcome to another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. We have made it to episode 18. Wow. It seems like we just started. We launched on August 21st and we're here already. Three months later. And so um, consistency is key. I have gained an audience of you listeners and thank you for joining us for another week. If this is your first week, welcome. I always give the same welcome address because I just want to, you know, make you guys feel comfortable, make you guys feel like you want to listen to us. And this is a place where you are sure to receive some encouragement. This is a place that is dedicated to the individual that desires some encouragement, some motivation, and some inspiration, even if it's just for one day. You know, you don't have to be down and out, have to be going through, have to be coming out of something to want to listen to the Moments of Joy podcast. So, Welcome, and I hope that you find something that you can take and pull from and use in your everyday life. So, I'm excited, guys. We are we are closing out the year. I am so excited. I have I have so I always say I'm so excited, <laughs> but I promise you, I really am. I have some exciting things coming up in my personal life, and I just want to encourage you to continue to press towards your vision and towards your dreams towards that idea that god has given you in 2019 it's going to be a big year for me in a lot of ways and i thank god i thank god for 2018 it has been an amazing year and i'm just excited about what is to come i'm excited for me and i'm excited for you before we get started I just want to ask of all you wonderful listeners, if you are listening on an Apple podcast forum, I want to ask you to go ahead and leave a review. Um, Leave us, you know, whatever stars you would like, one, two, three, four or five to rate our show, but to also write a small message. And that just helps other listeners to find the podcast as you know we get more popular when you leave reviews it really helps people around the world to be able to find us so um shout out to everyone from everywhere that is listening today to episode 18 and episode 18 today is going to be pray until something happens and it is a term that is floating around the church churches i remember hearing a sermon Um, as a little girl by the late Bishop Kenneth Moles and he preached praise until something happens and that was push but this one is going to be pray until something happens and so um, we start every show with the choose joy moment and so we will start our choose joy devotion this is a three minute devotion for women that I found in the grocery store 
a small book. It's about $4.99. And so I dedicate the beginning of every show to a choose joy moment. And you can find this book online. I post a link to the book at the um, bottom of my descriptions. I also sometimes I might list a song or sometimes I might list a product or something that relates to the show. So um, you guys look out for that. Look out for um, the products that our guests have to offer. When we had Sana Latrice on the show, she talked about her brand, Unashamed. She's selling t-shirts. She's selling books on her website. Margaret Green, she's selling her book. And so I want you guys to support them. It's really good stuff that they have. All right. Our Choose Joy moment today is he will send help. This is coming from 2 Samuel 22, verses 5 and 7. The waves of death swirled around me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. For his temple, he heard my voice. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. God will never leave us to do life alone. When the waves of the world surround us, and the pounding rain of destruction threatens to overwhelm us, we can cry out to our Heavenly Father, knowing that He will not let us drown. He will hear our voice, and He will send help. So next time you feel that you can't put one foot in front of the other, ask God to send you His strength and energy today. He will help you to live out your purpose in this chaotic world. Lord, thank you for the strength Thank you for strengthening me when the dailiness of life and various trials threaten to overwhelm me. All right. That was our choose joy moment. And I promise you about 99% of the time I do not even crack open the choose joy moments. I don't cheat. So I'm reading along with you. <laughs> and um, this is not the first time that it has related to, to what I'm going to talk about today. It's kind of funny. So he will send help. <clears throat> this is a message about prayer. Excuse me guys. I needed a sip of water. <clears throat> this is a message about prayer. And so that's what our message is about today. And just revisiting um, those things that we used to pray for. But we're not praying about them anymore. And so I want to encourage you to get back on the wall. And that term means to get back to your place in prayer um, and pray until something happens. Many times when we come to like a very devastating or hard situation, we always, we forget, we pray and we pray hard. We want change like right away. Anytime we go through something hard, we this is when most of the times you're like, oh God, Lord, I need your help. Lord, you know, you're asking everyone to help you know pray with you you're talking to the lord more you're asking him for his hand to move but after time passes and the situation remains the same we find ourselves you know sometimes complaining about the situation and we lose hope we get accustomed to what we we have been in for so long and we feel like uh, we have lost the battle we start to maybe believe that we've lost forever and that it, it'll never return. 
So we move on with our lives and we keep living with the loss. So this is not a time to give up. And this is not a time to draw and throw in the towel. Um, it's not a time to go back and um, stick your head in the sand like the ostrich. But it is a time for you to revisit that thing and fight again. Fight for it. So I write down um, encouragement that the Lord gives me personally so that I can look back at it in my journal and see, you know, what came to pass or what came out of it. You know, sometimes he'll even, you know, have me read my journal again to reiterate what he's told me in the past. So I want to share with you some encouragement that the Lord gave me in June of 2016 and um, this is where I share with my friends and my family that this is a season of great authority. This is a season that if the enemy has stolen anything from you, God has given you great authority to go into the trenches in war. War with the authority that he has given you through the blood of Jesus Christ and take back what belongs to you. Proclaim your healing. Proclaim your deliverance and every unclean spirit that has come up against you must be broken in the name of Jesus. Be made whole in Jesus name. So that was a word that God had woke me up with and he woke me up with it, encouraging me to get back to prayer about that thing that I'd stopped praying about. And that this was a time where he's granted great authority for us to snatch back what had been taken from us. So the backdrop to my personal life at that time was that I was still in the midst of, um, I wasn't going through a custody battle, but I wasn't yet restored with my children. You know, it was still a lot of issues going on and I had, I kind of stopped praying about it. But God woke me up in a dream and he told me to come back to him in prayer about my kids like the day that they first left so I, I explained a lot you know the pain and the the agony the hurt the tears that I went through when they first were lost and the prayers the warfare so God was encouraging me to come back to him like that again because I stopped praying with that intensity because I had continued to live without them. I was like, well, you know what, God, you know, we, sometimes we feel like, God, you heard me cry about this about a hundred times. You've heard me pray about this about a hundred times. Like, so why, Lord, you know, you know what I need. So why do I need to go back to prayer about this? You know, I believed that he would do it, but I just began to, I just, I gave up a little. So, you know, I gave up hope. Um, at the same time as believing, you know, a part of me felt like, well, maybe this is the will of the Lord for me. Maybe this is just what's going to happen. So how many of us can relate to giving up? hope when we don't see something that we've been praying for come to pass or we've heard God promise us something or we've heard the promise of the Lord over our lives but yet nothing 
um, is lining up with that word. We got to um, learn how to fight. We have to learn how to fight. I was always a fighter growing up, <laughs> physical. Um, I was in high school. I was quick to um, get into a physical fight. Um, but, you know, how do we fight in the natural? We fight, we punch, we slap. Women sometimes will pull hair. Um, we do whatever we can to beat the other person. Even, you know, if you can relate to having a fight with your sibling or your cousin as a little kid, you know, you punch them, you slap them, you'd call them stupid, whatever <laughs> you could do. Well, in the spirit, you have to do the same. Your mouth is your weapon. The word of God is your weapon. And you have to learn how to say things to combat the enemy and break bondage and break demonic ensnare. We have to fight. With the same force that we will fight a physical person in the world, we have to use it in the spirit. Uh, the Bible says in Hebrews 4 and 12, for, we, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even to divide soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Use the word of the Lord to fight. You have to work it. Look in, in his book and find scriptures that apply to your situation and study them and pray them. It's all there. See, I thought that like there was no story in the Bible that could help me, that there was no body in the Bible that could relate, help me to relate, you know, make this realistic, what I, what I was going through. And there was, I began to do research and there were a few accounts of women in the Bible who were crying out to the Lord for their children, who had experiences where they were separated or their children had even passed away and the Lord had um it, it's a scripture in Hebrews 11 and 35 um and it says women received their loved ones back from death and we we don't know specifically who those women are because the author of Hebrews doesn't specify but they he was speaking about women in the Bible who's witnessed the resurrection of their children. So, okay, not just that. But then the Lord gave me a, a scripture, Jeremiah 31. Um, I start at verse 15. It says, A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning and great weeping. Rachel is weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. This is what the Lord says. Restrain your voice from weeping, and your eyes and tears, for your work will be rewarded, says the Lord. They will return from the land of the enemy. So there is hope for your descendants. Your children will return to their own land. So, wow. It wasn't just for me. that I, God gave Rachel a promise, and I took that promise, and I received it for myself. God speaks to, to us through his word just like that. I, that Rachel was me crying out for her children and I took that promise from for for myself so you you know I want to encourage you guys to do research about you know whatever particular thing you may be in need of 
if whether it's finances, whether it's joy, whether it's peace, whether it's a mate that you're waiting on, whether it's healing, whether it is deliverance from the oppression of the enemy, whether you're seeking the Lord to um, gain knowledge, whatever it is. There's so many things that could go right or wrong, but whatever it is, get in your word and study the situations that apply to your life. It's time out for laziness and sleepiness in this situation as it relates to our lives. Because if we don't care enough to fight, who's going to fight for you? If you don't care enough to pray and go to bat and go to war over your situation, who's going to do it for you? And don't be discouraged with the wording and the verbiage that you may not know the you know, the verbiage to say you hear people pray fancy prayers all the time, but it's a matter of your heart. That God, Jesus in the Bible, it says that Jesus makes intercession for us. So that means he stands in the gap for us. If your prayer is not that strong, guess what? Jesus is interceding for you. He will say the rest. He will pick up where you left off. So. All we have to do is open our mouth. <laughs> the Bible says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And what does it mean to wrestle? It means to take part in a fight, either as a sport or, um, you know, just for play. A sport that involves... Um, one's opponent, opponent in trying to throw or force them to the ground. <laughs> um, the position or authority of a principalities is a, pr- a position or authority of a prince, ruler, or chief. So break the scripture down so that you understand what it means so that you can fight. My mom prayed for me. I am a product of the push. Pray until something happens. I was raised in this church world. I was raised as a Christian. My parents were both ministers, but I chose to live the way that I wanted to live. I wanted to be a rebel. So I joined a gang. I left my home and dropped out of high school when I was 17 years old. I, I, um, began to live a life that was totally contrary to how they had raised me and what they raised me to believe in and stand on. And um, my mother stood in the gap and prayed for me. Um, So after five years of being out there and being in this horrible um, relationship, she saw the fruit of her prayers. And so... I always use her as an example because she she prayed blood, sweat, and tears for her baby, and and so did I for mine, and 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 saw that turn around in my favor, and so um, there are many things that I remember praying for. I remember living in the projects and praying just to be able to afford to get out. I remember. Um, leaving culinary school and not really having the best job but it was a stepping stone to where I am today here I am 10 years later and I've worked about every area of the kitchen 
and now I'm running. I'm at the top of my career and that was faith that was praying until something happens. So I want to encourage you guys today, activate your faith, push and pray until something happens. All right, guys, that was a short episode today. But short, sweet, and to the point. We have work to do. And we have work to do in prayer. And if I could be transparent with you guys, I get I get up so early in the morning. My day starts at 4.30. And so I was having a real problem um, just remaining consistent that early in the morning to um, find time to go to the Lord. But I had to push back. Um, you know, just being lazy and find time throughout the day and to give him um, communication because we can't have a relationship without communicating with the person you are in a relationship with. So we're in a relationship with Christ, just like you are in a relationship with a person, you know, he desires to hear from us and he wants you to hear from him as well. And so guys... I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Pray until something happens. For the next couple weeks, I have some awesome guests coming up. And I know you guys love when we have the guests. So we'll be back on that for a while. Until next time, focus on the joy. Ready to receive